"'Twas the night of New Rifmus, and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Not even a mouse? What, what about a cigarette? Where's the beer? Where's cigarette and all this? Where's Do you know that he's here too? Beer. Big Mouse, are you as offended by this as I am? I just want some beer. Where's the beer? Get my cousin I'm a offended beer. now. Because I brought it up? Yeah, because there's no beer. Get, it, get the man a beer. The glens were all cleaned and ready to share in hopes that a BTAC soon would be there. The children of Nestlepop snug in their beds while visions of popsicles danced in their heads. And Ma in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a midwinter night's nap. When all of a sudden there arose such a clatter, I prayed that it wasn't a Glencairn shattered. And what to my wondering eyes did appear but a sleigh full of bourbon and barrel-aged beer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew right away it was very old St. Nick. More rarer than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Elmer, now Stag, now Blanton and Taylor, on Russell, on Dixon, on Zycan and Parker. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney old Dominic came with a bound. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his job. He filled each Glencairn with twelve-year-old knob. Then he gave me a bottle adorned with a rose, and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Thimbip to all, and to all a good flight. Merry Christmas, everybody. everybody to another episode of this is my bourbon podcast i'm your host perry and he's here just like he always is and it's for the last full episode of 2023 that's right it's the whiskey mutant himself eric is joining me once again it's been a good year it's been a crazy year 2024 is going to be different uh, i hope so <laughs> <laughs> I really not because of you. But this is, <laughs> 2023. I've been thinking this since like June. I was like, this has been maybe the most challenging year of my life. <laughs> and here we are in December. I'm like, please God, just let it be over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2024. We're not talking about any episodes we've already done. <laughs> Uh, but you know, before we get too far into it, just want to say thank you all so much for all the support that you've given us this year. Uh, it has been one of the craziest, uh, rides we've had on the podcast yeah. in, a, in a while. Yeah. And, uh, especially the past couple of months. Uh, but it seems like things are starting to slow down just a little bit despite the holidays coming up. But just before we get too far, uh, thank you again. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Merry oh, Christmas. Oh, happy oh. Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, whatever you do. I don't, it's your business. And if you're just hanging out, good for you. You made it sound so negative. <laughs> no, I mean Somebody's it. like, I don't <laughs> I just, just hang-, hang out. And they're like, well, good for you. No, I mean good for you. Like, I kind of wish I could. You can. <laughs> If I go to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast yeah. and support this podcast that you're listening to right mm-hmm. now for as little as a dollar a month, 
And as little as $5 a month gets you bonus content over there, uh, including but not limited to a bonus episode that comes out every Monday, as well as the pregame chats that come out before every episode. It's just a way for us to get warmed up. And also the uncut version, excuse me, of the main episode as well. You just tell your family that you've got some important business to take care of for the next week and you just put the Patreon stuff on and just listen. There you go. Get caught up. I guarantee people aren't, haven't even got to check out all the stuff. Because we have so much stuff. <laughs> we there. have a lot of stuff over just there. Just lie to your family. Tell them you got stuff to do. And just sit in your room. Honey, what do you want for Christmas this year? I want a subscription to This Is My Bourbon Podcast on Patreon. I'll send... Hey, You're 43. Why are you talking like that? I'll send a, I'll send a video message to your a spouse saying that's what they want. Yeah. I'll tell them the same thing. We'll send them a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about signing the price up. For, is wrong. I thought about signing up for Cameo and just charging like two dollars, because who wants to pay for us to do a Cameo? I know of at least three people. <laughs> That's fair. That'd be six dollars. Yeah. Might, Ever we might, get no we have no other Cameos. We might want to make it two fifty. Okay. Three. So we can split it one twenty five. <laughs> How, what's 500 divided by? <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't do math. What I can do, though, is oh. uh, pour whiskey for you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got two samples. Two samples. For uh, Flying Blind. Is this from the same person that sent the other one? One of them is. And the other one's not. I don't uh, know about that. Well, fair enough. Uh, One of them is from Jared Quant, who sent us samples for Sampley Irresistible over on Patreon uh, this week. And the other one is from one Chad Perkins of It's Bourbon Night. Who? I don't know. Just some weird guy. He ran up to me in the liquor store (laughs) just yelling. That's the same guy who... I said, man, can I have one, can I buy one of the one bottles? Oh, they've been we don't have them anymore. They've been sold out for years. <laughs> and then like I see that bottle <laughs> pop up like ten more times. <laughs> it's like, why are you trying to pull Perkins? Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do these side by side. And we do have a lot to get to this week. Big as old well. ass episode. Um Big Ass December. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna pour a little light on these. Yeah. Big ass December. I say a little light, and I still have like half an ounce. All right, and I got a little snack for us later. We don't even have to pair it. I just want you to try it. No, oh, okay. Good. It's just good. All it right. was a gift I got from work. And oh. People that must be nice. Yeah, it's a good it's a good local thing too. If people come to Kentucky to do some tours and stuff, they could actually get this themselves. Nice. So. All right, glass one from Jared, right? Yes, that smells phenomenal. Okay, Jared, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> you send us the stuff for sample irresistible, and then we get this. <laughs> This smells like butterscotch. It smells absolutely fantastic. Oh, my. I see what he's doing. He's trying to look good in front of the masses, but he he sends that other stuff for the Patreon only. Yeah. Well. Ooh, that smells like butterscotch. 
And it tastes like it, too. That's pretty good. It's a little funky. Good funky. I think this has been... It almost feels like it's a little double oaked. Or it's just been exposed to more heat. Yeah. Like it's 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 absorbed a lot of the the tannic quality of a barrel. Yeah, it kind of swallowed that word. Is the sure exact, not the exact. It's from it's in the same family as the second sample he sent. Only this one is a good version. It's good butterscotch, mm-hmm. and like you said, it is like a, and it's not like Werther's. It's like that butterscotch candy that's in the like bright yellow, like clear wrapper. Mm-hmm. And it smells and tastes to me exactly the same. A little yeah. funky butterscotch, as the people say, bomb. I don't know who you're making fun of with that, but. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> people are always like, this is the blank bomb. Or, yeah. Just felt like it was a dig at someone, and I don't know who. No, I was trying to be sophisticated. Ah, it's a butterscotch bomb. I understand though. This is a fruit bomb. This is a cherry bomb. I get it. Yeah, I'm on board now. This is a peanut butter bomb. This is a bath bomb. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. Yeah. Um, one fifteen proof. Okay. I'm not guessing. Five years. Okay. Three months. Two days. <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> 32 seconds. That's good. I like this. I moved on to our orange sample. Oh, okay, sir. From Chad. <clears throat> from Perky. I will say, they don't smell entirely dissimilar. Why do they smell so, so much the same? It's more butterscotch. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this is more Werther's butterscotch, and the other one is the more of that weird candy butterscotch. Hmm, that one's flat. It's a little flat. Not a big finish on the second one. It's kind of, it's kind of grassy, sassy and grassy. Yeah. Um, out of the two, I like the first one. The second one, I need more of a finish on this second one. Yeah. I do like the second one, just not as much as the first. Yeah, I just need more of a finish. Like, it just drops off. Which one do you want to know first? Um, Let's save the best for last. Okay. Number two. All right. Well. Oh, I didn't know you had to go through there. And... The one from Chad. Oh, that's why I don't like it. Anymore. Still Austin, bottled and bond, high rye bourbon whiskey. You all keep that in Texas. I don't like it. There's no finish on this. I thought one. it was good. There's no finish. Now the one from Jared is a still Austin no single barrel cast strength. There's no way that they did this. You knew this. Hey, I kind of knew this. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that this is a this was still Austin. They smell but the that same. worked out perfectly. You didn't know that that was still I Austin. I didn't know. I knew it was Texas. I didn't know it was still Austin. Huh. <laughs> two years. Single barrel cast strength, aged at least two years, 116 proof. You nailed the proof. 
Yeah. Okay, I mean, another Texas whiskey that's decent. See, this is what happens when you say, I don't like X. Everybody gets determined to I know. <laughs> prove that I still, there are good things that come from X. I'm still yet to get one that blows my balls off. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I kind of like some. But I feel like out of all the Texas whiskeys... But like, your balls are still firmly planted yes. in between your legs. Still, Austin is the one that a lot of people are hopping up right now. Because yeah. it's mm -hmm. not as Texasy as some of the other ones, right? I think that's kind of where it is coming from. Yeah. So, yeah, butterscotch. Lots of butterscotch. I'm going to mix them together. I bet they that's taste what I did. exactly the same. Probably. I, that was just absolutely perfect. Yeah. Basically the same. They're still not finished. When I take when I add that one to this one, the finish of the first one goes away. Interesting. Oh, look at that. It does. Weird. It was like it just evaporated. Yeah, weird. Anyway. Very strange. Um, you want a treat? You want a little treat? treat? I'd love a little treat. Pop Pop gets a treat. I'll get you a little treat. Um, somebody got me these. You got me skull. <laughs> um, we're gonna put skull. We're gonna dip on this week's episode. We're gonna dip. <laughs> Big old dip. We're gonna be doing a double decker. Top and bottom lip. <laughs> That's also when you poop in the bowl and the tank yeah. of a toilet. Um, I got a bourbon ball for you. Ooh, I love bourbon balls. And you have probably been here or you've passed it several times. Rebecca Ruth in Frankfurt. I have never been there. But it is on the way in between like Woodford and uh, Frankfurt. Yeah. If you go into Buffalo Trace, you might see it. If you're around Woodford, you might see it. These are called 100 Proof Bourbon Balls. They are made with... Evan Williams bourbon. So I'm assuming the um, bottled and bond. I don't even think we have to pair these because there is so much bourbon flavor in these. They are legit. I mean, it's 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 like a pour over has already happened. I haven't had I have had cast strength whiskeys that have not blown my balls off the way that this does. <laughs> Crazy. I ate one of these at work, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. I'm, I'm going to blow a .03. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> it's so good. Dang. I'm a big fan of that. Uh-huh. That's, that's mm. some of the best bourbon balls I've ever had. This camera is going to drive me crazy. It's not doing anything now. It was? It looks good now. It does. <laughs> mm. I, like I can't it. believe you set this up. It's still off in the well, years. I mean, flying blind. So I got this from Chad last night. So why did he want to do that? Because he want he just wanted us to try it because okay. that's one of the ones they like. Okay. Well, he wasn't like try this blind, put this in a blind. Mm -mm. He I like, wanted to throw it in the blind. Got it. And I knew that this was Texas. Got it. And I just kind of was like, wouldn't it be great if they were both still Austin? It's and crazy how things work out like that. Made me feel good. It should. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Not lucky. That's, yeah. That's the worst proverb I've ever heard. <laughs> Sometimes it is better to be lucky than unlucky. And that is the tooth the thing okay well <laughs> what have you been drinking <laughs> well last night on my stream i uh, got to 
taste a couple different things. Oh, yeah. One of them was the new old fashioned mix from Chad and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, Full Metal Alchemist. Golden Elixir, right? Oh. Something Elixir. But it's called Golden Hour, old fashioned. Uh, I meant to bring some for you and I rushed out the door and I completely forgot. So we'll save it for. Uh, Maybe we'll do an episode on it or something. No, that's not bad. Well, I did it on the live stream. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just drink it together. I say we do that. Okay. It's really good. Is it? It's very different from any other old-fashioned mix that I've had. Yeah. Um, they use black tea in it. Interesting. It's fantastic. I'm they very, just very make excited. it in their, their kitchen and they just sell I think they people. did initially, like, but they, you know, it had to get bottled by somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah's just over the stove all day. And I can see that. Chad's editing. <laughs> I do. I, I I do. Gotta give them credit of, for doing um, so many awesome different like things. different things. Yeah, you know, did a beer and then they're doing old fashioned mm-hmm. mix and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I also <laughs> I went to go visit them at the rare character facility. Got to try some Fortuna Barrel Strength. Nice. Couldn't give you an actual bottle? No. Really? He couldn't give it to me. <laughs> he, okay. Just get out of here. <laughs> he had to hold on to his bottles of it because he keeps... Sending them to everybody He else. keeps having to send samples to people. Bottles. So I've seen the bottles on Instagram. I know who got them. I can pay attention. I see how he works. So before we get to he our... He couldn't even put a sticker on it. He put a sticker on the other one. I got two of these. Couldn't even put a sticker on it. Yep. <sighs> 2024, my rival returns. He ain't got time for me. <laughs> I will say, once again, friends are doing cool stuff. Friends are doing super cool stuff, man. Um, and this is a bourbon that's like getting such good reviews that it's making people's top 10 of the year lists, which is insane to me. I, I mean, we know multiple people now who have had top 10 bourbons. Crazy, right? Uh, it's it's wild. Jimmy. Which is why we are excited to announce. Harlan Wheatley. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only friends I have. I, have to talk to <laughs> I am close personal friends with Jimmy and Eddie Russell. Yeah, Harlan. Yeah. How else do you think we found time. out about Perry Russell? <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is a blend of four barrels. It's one eighteen proof, and around seven years old. Got it. How many batches did he do? I uh, five batches, and this is batch four. Batch four. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide how I want to go about saying what I think about this. Like in a good way or it's in, your in, favorite in, bourbon you've ever had. In in every way. <laughs> no, it smells really good. It really does. Dude, I'm telling you. It's a killer blend. It's pretty good. 
wonder what batch three is like. He said it's pretty flat. Is it? What about batch two? I don't know. Batch one. Don't know. Batch five. Don't know. I think he made this. I'm happy with it. I think he made this the exact opposite of what my palate is. (laughs) I think think he decided to do that when he was blending this. He decided, I'm going to make something that everybody likes. So you don't like this? You're not doing a bit. You don't like this. That's why I said I'm trying to figure out how to go about this. Chad, I really like it. Well, I think that's the thing. Like, it's not hitting the things that I like. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not blowing my balls off. Like, the finish is very... Finish is intense. The infinite, the infinish, the infinishy, <laughs> the blah. the infinishy gauntlet. To me, the finish is so ethanol forward that it it almost overwhelms really? my tongue. Yes, huh? I get a big like burst of like just alcohol, um, from the finish that it almost takes over like my whole palate. Interesting. Um. I can 100% say when I taste this, it's not like I, I'm going to spit this out. I'm going to say this is trash. It's just not, it's not really for me. But I think he did that on purpose. <laughs> I think he blended it to where I wouldn't like it. But he knows <laughs> everybody else would. So I'll see what the next batch is like. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm a fan of this. Do you want me to leave this with you? Or? Oh, is that mine? If you want it to be. You can keep it. <laughs> oh, hey, man. That's why we can't have nice things. What? <laughs> I'm being honest. I know you're being honest. You can leave it. I, mean, <laughs> I will it, leave if it. If it's mine. It's yours. Was it mine? It yes. personally said it was for me. I'm saying it's for you. He, he gave did, us two. Did he put my name on one? He didn't even put my name on one. Who do, who do you think he is? My Daily Bourbon, Chad Watson. He works at Rare Character. Who does he think he is giving us these unmarked, uh, like, come on. At least put not for resale on it, Chad. At least put a, <laughs> this is an experimental thing or something. Make it official. No, I appreciate him. Lab sample only. Not I appreciate him. I'm always going to be honest with him. Um, but, yeah. Uh, other than that, not really anything too of note. Um, shared one of the wheat sciences with my dad. How do you like it? He loved it. I still think it's the best it's stout better. I've had. It's better. It's better than It's so much better stuff. than the Goose Island stouts. I mean, just so far above. The Goose Island Stouts this year. Yeah, it was. Oh, this reminds me. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm an idiot. No. You're not an idiot. Okay. Well, yeah. Thanks. Um, I'm the idiot on the show. So you remember how we had that anonymous barrel ring last week? Yeah. It's not anonymous. Then why didn't they say? It's Emily Chambers. Why didn't she say who it was? Apparently she did. 
I just couldn't hear it. Could you? No. Yeah. It, we even read it. I know. She didn't say her name. She didn't. I feel like I would have heard that. I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, Em. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> so what have you been drinking? Um, I had a margarita. That's different. Uh, in a can. Very different. Wasn't good. Okay. Was uh, it tip top? Clear cut water? Branch water? Cut water. It's in a can. Hard water. Um, seltzer water. Sparkling water. Water from a drain. No, I... Uh, <laughs> Directly s- from the tap. On Sunday, when I was watching the Bills play, I poured up... Uh, I want to do something different. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Um, a new favorite team in the NFL. <laughs> we'll see how. We'll, we'll see. How I don't care. Goes. You don't, don't care. care. You, that, that was. The, I don't care. That was Bowl. my Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Bills beat the Chiefs, and it was fun. <laughs> Perry was like, "I don't care. This is my favorite team." <laughs> the best part was so. <laughs> I know what the best part was. I 100 percent know what the yeah, best part. There was like a, a controversial issue where the Chiefs were very offsides, but there's I'm not gonna get into it either way. But if you go through if you go through some of the comments of this, I'm marking it down as the day that Taylor Swift fans learned that the this the line you see on the TV and stuff isn't even the same <laughs> as what really is. And there's some of the comments were like um, that's not fair. Um, he wasn't, he, he was only on the line a little bit. <laughs> One was, is the line real? <laughs> People were just saying, they were saying something like that. Like, how could they do that? It, it cracked so me up. Oh, I'm so happy. I didn't care about any of the fans oh, who were talking real I'm football so stuff in the comments. It was all the people that were like, that line isn't even, is it even real? The joy that this brings me is um, unparalleled. Yeah, so I had a margarita in a can, and then I've, that, I've had what we've had today. It was okay. The margarita in a can was okay. Yeah. I had to add a little bit of uh, lime. No, it already had it in it. Did it have enough in it, though? I don't know. I don't even have any tequila. Oh, well, that's a shame. Um, I have a... I think I have a tequila fin or something. Um, I don't know. It was all right. That's, tequila finished have... in Weller foolproof barrels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do have those. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blanton's one and all mm-hmm. that. I'm I'm pretty boring when it comes to what have I been drinking this week. I don't have That's anything fine. anything interesting yeah. to say. Cool. Well, good. Because great I'm... content. <laughs> You're mad. What about me, your right? 69 seconds with Whiskey Mutant? Uh, well, I did that on the same day that we recorded. Didn't I talk about that last week? Yeah. So you don't have a new one. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Can you preview it? Preview it. Like, tell people what it's going to be? Um, I'm going to pair a Christmas tree cake. What? That's great. 
You're so, you've been mad at me. You've just been thinking, we're never going to get anything ever again because the stuff you say. Does Whiskey Mutant even like whiskey? I felt the Does energy. Does he even know how I've, whiskey's made I've and how much it costs? felt your energy <laughs> ever since I was honest a second ago. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> In your soul, you're like, we're never, we're never going to make it through 2024. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's fine. For the love of God, somebody help me. <laughs> this is a call for help. I'm blinking three times. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee something on this table is going to be good today. I 100% <laughs> hope so. Oh, man. That's or funny. else we are in for a uh, world of hurt, as it were. Well, we are <laughs> a world of rebel. We do have a lot uh, to get to in terms of reviewing this week, uh, so we're going to go ahead and kind of jump into that. However, Patreon is also going to be getting a bonus fourth review. That's right. We're doing four reviews today. Uh, Before we get to our main ones, we're going to go ahead and do that for Patreon. So if you're not a member, of course, patreon.com slash Podcast. They get bonus stuff all the time in the middle of episodes. You don't even know about it. I'm just telling you right now because... It's my duty, my obligation well, to say this. You know, you don't have to give people a heads up about it, but you do. Because I'm just that nice. You're just that I'm just nice. that kind of guy. He's just that kind of guy. But anyway. Hear what he really says on Patreon. <laughs> we'll be back. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Oh, uh, there was oh, probably an ad oh. or something in there. I don't know. Uh, so what better way to end 2023, main episode-wise, than to review three Booker's releases back, just back, the, back. Just the smallest of proofs. Yeah. Definitely not going to kill us nah. or make our wives real mad. We've drank more. Yeah. Before. I've... Uh, <laughs> I bottle chugged some George T. Stagg in your house before. Yeah. What else did you do? Threw up. <laughs> that was later, though. Yeah. That was once I got home, and I threw up A5 Wagyu. Yeah, that was fun. I'm so mad at myself. Still, still, I am mad at myself over that. Well, you know, it's a great memory, and it lives on forever in my heart. For you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> in my heart. For you. All right, so (laughs) so we have O three, O one, O three. Oh wait, no, sorry, I'm not saying this right. Twenty three O one. Yep. So we have twenty three O one, twenty three O two, and twenty three O three. I got it out finally um, to review. Uh, So it's Charlie's batch. Charles in charge. Apprentice batch. Apprentice. Every time a Glen Karen rings. And Mighty Fine Batch. Mighty Fine. So we're going to go through these, drink them side by side by side. Uh, yes, we are missing a batch, but maybe we'll do that for a little Patreon bonus or something. Uh, just so people know what our favorite of uh, 2023 is. is. But 
<clears throat> these, along with the uh, review that we did for Patreon, were all sent to us courtesy of, finally, a media contact for Jim Beam. Uh, we have literally been trying since, like, the first year that the podcast existed to find a contact. And David Levine shared that he had a couple. Who, he has <clears throat> I want to see his Rolodex. Yeah, right. He was kind enough to pass that on. And uh, here we are reviewing Booker's. And uh, we did the Knob Creek 18 for Patreon. But anyway, thank you so much to Jim Beam for sending these to us. Uh, I'm so very excited. Uh, I have not bought a bottle of Booker's since before Eden was born. So at least three years. Yeah. Last one I bought was biscuits. What were the biscuits? I think I bought country ham. Granny's biscuit batch or something? <laughs> yeah. Granny snatch. Oh. <laughs> I'm not the one who came up with that. Oh. I can't I can't take credit for that. I like it. Well, you grandma's boy. Uh so Charlie's batch. 126.6 proof, seven years, one month, eight days. Tell me about Charlie. Um I can good. actually. Because I got the fact sheets. I love the little stories in the Booker's boxes. This batch is named in honor of Charlie Hutchins, the craftsman behind the signature wooden boxes that each bottle of Booker's bourbon comes in. He is also a longtime family friend and former employee of Booker No. Oh. Charlie started his career working at the Booker No Distillery. During his time there, he was quite the storyteller and would entertain others throughout the workday. He would also pay close attention to the details and would do something over and over again until it was perfect, just like Booker did with his whiskey. After several years, Charlie left the business to open his own cabinet shop with his brother. Charlie handcrafted the very first Booker's bourbon wooden boxes in his garage and has created the boxes for the brand since. He and his beam uh, brother, excuse me, he and his brother have expanded their business to create other fine wood products for different brands and projects in the beam family, such as supplying custom furniture to the new Fred B. No distillery where Booker's bourbon is now distilled. Wow. That is cool. Uh, Charlie still lives near the Booker No Distillery and spends his free time fishing and vacationing with his family in South Carolina. Charlie was one of the first people to help make Booker's bourbon a recognizable brand, and Booker would be so excited to honor him with his very own batch. Now, this that whole diatribe reads like what they, at least in my church growing up, would read before you got baptized. <laughs> Charlie likes to spend his time fishing. Yeah. <laughs> and he was led to God through... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's not really anything I else. I use the, the boxes I have. Like, I turn them sideways mm -hmm. and I just stick stuff down. In yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Charlie's thrilled about that. Charlie loves it. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that has kind of deterred me from buying Booker's recently has been the price. They have gone up to an MSRP of $90. So it's, it's all but confirmed. That's the case, but uh, now it is confirmed. All right, all right. It smells like Charlie. No, it smells. I gotta be honest. I'm not getting a whole lot on the nose. It smells. It smells kind of piney. I was gonna say it smells woody. It smells like a wooden, like wood, like oak, but not oak. Yeah. Uh, the. Getting into it a little bit more, I'm starting to find 
some kind of like rickhouse qualities to it as well. Maybe that's it's got that like bourbon aromatic bourbon quality to it. Like when you're in a rickhouse and you can really smell the bourbon yeah, like coming out it, of the barrels. Yeah, it's weird. It's not like oh, it smells like oak and all. It's there's a wood and bourbon. Yeah, it's, that's like it. It's yeah. it's wood and bourbon, which yeah. I guess is just bourbon. But like that pine note is really coming out for me too. Not aged wood, like almost like lumber wood. Yeah, if that makes sense. It's not bad. It's just different. Maybe that's all Charlie wanted. All right. Well. All right. It's it tastes huh. very uh, just kind of plain. Jim Beam. Yeah. There, um, you do get the proof. Like, you can taste that it's high proof, but it very, it's a very simple palette. Um, it kind of reminds me of Jim Beam White Label. Huh. <laughs> Well, maybe Charlie liked Jim Beam White Label. Maybe you do. Yeah, it, it's got this quality to it of like, if you took yeah, if you took Jim Beam White Label and you just had it at barrel proof, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing, but that to me doesn't really scream Booker's. Yeah, and I've had enough Booker's to know. <laughs> no, what, uh, uh. I don't get it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I've had enough bookers to know what the, you know, qualities of it are. And it's just kind of missing that, like, big, bold, in-your-face nature of thing. it, barrel-proof. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, even at, like, seven years old, so many bookers batches are just, like, bombastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And this just kind of isn't. Like, yeah. it's good. But I don't think it's Booker's good. Well, I do think it's it's just Jim Beam White Label with a with ethanol added to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. Moving on to 2302 Apprentice Batch. This batch pays homage to the beginning of Booker Knows distilling career when he first learned the art of making bourbon under the guidance of his cousin, Carl Beam. Booker started working at the Beam Distillery in 1952, and shortly after, Carl became his mentor. Carl was in charge and didn't put up with any foolishness. He always made sure Booker was set straight. But even if Booker did mess around sometimes, he was a fast learner and was ready to be put to work, which quickly got him Carl's approval. Two years after Booker started, Jim Beam purchased a distillery in Boston, Kentucky, to increase production capabilities. Carl and Booker worked closely closely together to get it up and running, and eventually, Carl handed the reins over to Booker. This is where he was able to experiment and master the bourbon-making process, and later on, the location was renamed the Booker No Distillery. Carl showed Booker the ropes at the distillery, but from there, he encouraged him to try things out on his own, which is when his work really started to shine. Booker's apprenticeship under Carl helped him become the master distiller and legendary innovator he is remembered as today. 125.5 proof, seven years, one month, two days. Well, MSRP, $90. The nose. Hello. Is vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. 
It smells like vanilla ice cream. It really does. Yeah. French vanilla. Yeah. I think specifically. Yeah. <clears throat> Drastically different from the last one. And I'm hoping the palate. Still some like toasted marshmallow. I think there's a fair amount of oak on this one as well. I get a little bit of oak. Oh, but oh man, that that vanilla. But it, it is vanilla French vanilla cream. for sure. All right. Mm. Yeah, it's a little flat. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm going to go back to what you said about what we normally get from Booker's is barrel proof. Like something. This is good. I like this one better than the first one. This is the softest Booker's. Yeah, I think it's, soft. I, it's soft Booker's. I think I've ever had. <laughs> I'm just like. It's like Booker's, but it's kind of like whispered hmm. to you. Yeah. <laughs> Whispers of Booker. There's just like these hints of vanilla and this hint of this and that. And there's nothing like, pow. That's the softest bookers I've ever had. If, you, if you're listening to this and you're just like, oh, hey, man. Maybe, you've, maybe you're new to whiskey or you haven't really got into like barrel proof stuff and you're like, I'm ready to do barrel proof. I think Booker's 2302 is probably going to be good for you. Because yeah, 100%. There is no way I would ever think this is 125.5 proof. Now, that being said, though, I like it more and more as I go back to it. And I'm not like it, I'm not saying it's the best Booker's I've ever had, but it's pretty daggum good for what it is. Now, I think it, I think the palate is very tasty. Yeah. I just cannot believe it's Booker's. It's delicate Booker's. It's it's so weird. I even thought for a second he was punching somebody on the picture. <laughs> That's how he became an apprentice and then a master distiller. He had yeah. to win a boxing Look match. He's punching somebody. It is so soft. This is just the nicest little, you know, taste of a... Bookers ever. Can the I, cutest, okay. It's the cutest Bookers I've ever oh, had. It's little Bookers. It's little Bookers. Here, I want to say um, a couple of things. Say it. First of all, this makes me realize how much I have missed Bookers, though. Like, it's it's been... Because I got kind of, like, priced out of it, it's been something that I just kind of, like, let go. Yeah. You know? And it... it Partially makes me like nostalgic for when we talked about Booker's a lot on the podcast, which was before your time as the co-host. And but like this feels I feel like this is a, a sequel to an episode that we did within the first like hundred where we would talk about Booker's and like my mind is going back to that place. It's like I'm I'm, I'm being it, it's like I kind of was asleep. <laughs> and Nair. Booker's woke me back up and I'm back in like the old ways of talking about bourbon on the podcast. This feels like a return to form to, for me for some reason. Yep. And the camera's out of focus. You got beamed up. I got beamed up, Scotty. Beamed up Booker's. Yeah. 
Um, I'm yeah. not upset about this. I'm not mad I just at this. want it to be big. Bold. I want it to be bigger than it is. It 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 needs. It's a cute little bookers. It is just a cute little bookers, which is crazy to say about a bookers. Yeah. Seven years and 125 proof, and uh, it just. I miss even like the bad batches from older releases. I think were and this it's not again not to say that this is bad, but they were better than this. Yeah. You know, even the ones that were like too hot, had too much ethanol on them. Those were still full of character and interesting and different. And yeah, this is just kind of it's it's like they added water to Booker's. Yeah. It's a soft boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, soft boy bookers. Well, soft boy bookers. Yeah, this is Booker's uh, cute batch. Booker's light. Booker's light. I like that. Booker's light. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what the next one has. In yeah. Store for All right. So, 202303 Mighty Fine Batch. This batch is named in honor of the signature phrase sixth generation bean master distiller Booker No would use to compliment anything he approved of, from his namesake bourbon to his country ham. Mighty Fine was Booker's go-to phrase. He would often get together with others in the whiskey industry to taste samples of Booker's bourbon, but everyone knew, excuse me, and everyone knew, he was happy with his selection when he sipped it and and said it was Mighty Fine, followed by, that's a damn good batch. That's a damn good batch. Interesting. Has there been a damn good batch? Uh, I hope there will be someday. I mean, that's this is kind of like, you know. That's fucking good batch. (laughs) They just go completely insane. Uh, shortly before Booker passed away in 2004, his son, seventh generation beam master distiller Fred No, was in charge of selecting the barrels for a Booker's bourbon batch. Fred was a little nervous at first. He had big shoes to fill, but after Booker tasted the sample, he looked at Fred and said, mighty fine job, son. Aww. A lot of people thought it was one of the best batches, but receiving Booker's vote of confidence made it that much more special for Fred, a moment he will never forget. 126.6 proof, seven years, one month. 10 days. I can 100% say my dad never said that to me. Yeah, I was going to make that joke, but I uh, left it to you. <laughs> Mighty fine job, son. Yeah. <laughs> Mighty fine job of leaving, dad. <laughs> Did that really good. Okay, this smells good. That smells like a Rick house. Yeah. That's just straight up walking into a Rick house at Jim Beam. Yeah, there's no denying, like, the first one was almost like two separate smells at the same time. Like, it's like fresh lumber and bourbon. And this smells like oaky wood that's just sucked in, like, fumes of bourbon for, like, years. And yeah. It's just got the angel share in it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The devil's cut. Oh, the devil's cut. I think we've... Oh! I think we've went back to classic bookers on that one. That one went into my nose and it hit me in the chest. Ooh, I love that finish. Mmm. Chocolate peanut butter. It's a butterfinger finish. Yeah! Dude. I mean, that's it right there. That's legit. It's the best bookers I've had in a long time. 
I mean, I can 100% say that that is my favorite that we've had today. 100%. Um, yeah, that's good. That's a good bourbon. And it kind of, and like you said, <laughs> it it reminds me of Booker's. Like, it's it burns a little bit, but you get a big finish. Like, even the nose is bold. Like, it's bold from start to finish. Um, mm, I, I would like, happily pay $90 for this. I can 100% say that I'm not mad at that at all, paying that much for this. Out of the three, this is definitely my favorite. Oh, by far. I mean, I can easily say three, two, one in that order. Is yeah, my it's one, almost two, three. like they build up, too. Yeah. Like, Makes me wonder what 04 I is know, like. I know, it's like four, like drop kick. Do we need like to those. run over to Kroger real quick? And <laughs> oh, dang. I, I, I'm so pleasantly surprised by this. Yeah, the nose to the finish is Booker's. And I'm there. I'm bad about, like, maybe I'm good about it. I don't know. Trying to refrain from reading other people's reviews. Yeah. But somehow, Mighty Fine Batch slipped through the cracks a few times, and I saw or heard people's review of it, and they all kind of said it was flat. That it wasn't great. It's really good. <laughs> I like it a lot. Especially when you side by side it with the yeah. other two. I will say the only thing that I'm really, really missing, it's not as nutty as I would like for it to be. I think the peanut is there, but it's more like peanut oil well, than yeah. it is I mean, peanut or peanut butter. When you when you eat like a, a butter finger, it's not like a straight peanut butter. Yeah. You know, it's got like the sugary, like yeah, I know what you're saying. Um yeah, it could it could use a little bit more peanut buttery nuttiness, but it's pretty good. Pretty good. Oh man. I'm so happy with that. Yeah, that one's the winner right there. It is mighty fine. I have to that agree. is a damn good batch. Or whatever he said. <laughs> I swear I think he's punching something every time I look down. It does look like it. The Apprentice. He also looks like he's doing the, like, slap, like, this car can, you know, that meme. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> this barrel can hold so much good whiskey. Out of curiosity, I need to go back to the first one. Doesn't even hold a candle. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean. Okay, going back to O2, though. Apprentice Batch almost has... The nuttiness that I was looking for in Mighty Fine. It's still cute, though. It is, but... All right, hang on. Oh, there you go. Mix them all. Well, I want to try 03 and 04 together first. We don't have four. Sorry, 02 and 03. There you go. Smells good. It smells like peanut butter candy. Yeah. Like homemade peanut butter candy. Okay. Hmm. All right. Oh, dude. Here, let me 
equal parts O two O three together. Um, Excellent. I don't recommend doing all three. Okay, then I won't. Well, I mean, I got because I'm very happy with. That's all three, and I think ew. I think the first one messes it up. Hmm. When you're blending them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it smells like peanut butter candy. Homemade peanut butter candy. When you... um, Two and three together. Ooh. That's where it's at. That is Mm. classic Booker's. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a mighty fine apprentice. (laughs) That's it. Sounds like you're grooming. (laughs) It's a mighty fine apprentice. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Now, like, if you got them both, blend them together and you'll yeah. get the best. Um, yeah, I wish the first one was a little better. Do, do you like the blend of two and three better than them on their own? Because I do. Mm, I, th- I, I think I like three by itself the best. Okay. Um, I would say the blend is better than 01 and 02. Yeah. Um, I still think three. I think the blend kind of takes what little bit of rough edges this one has off. Which one? Three. Oh, three. Okay. Like if I was looking at them, but I kind of want that kind of bold rough edge on the bookers. I kind of agree. So maybe it probably is a better product blended because it's more rounded and the edges are gone. But if I'm thinking of Booker's, I want a little bit more raw. Yeah. You know? I feel like I need a nap now. <laughs> mm. That's so good, though. Yeah. I'm I'm very happy with at least Mighty Fine Badge. Mighty Fine, Mighty Fine, Mighty Fine, what a Mighty Good Man. Fine. <laughs> mighty Fine Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, do we have anything else to say? Because um, we're not really reviewing these step by step. Um, I don't think we need to either. No, I think, I think you know. If you just listen, you know. By themselves, O three is the best. Roughly, I would say O one is probably an eleven out of twenty. O two is maybe thirteen, and O four is between like a fourteen point five and a fifteen. 10, 12, 15 is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I I think I think that I would like, like you said, to try a four, but oh three right now. That's legit. That's a legit like there's no I would have no I would have no hard feelings buying that for that price and bringing it home and sipping on it. I'm like excited to get back into Booker's now. <clears throat> Back in the book. I'm back in, baby. I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> All right. Where you been, Paris? It's me, Booker. <laughs> Booker. <laughs> Why do you sound so much like Pete Samuels? <laughs> Fuck with me, Pete is Pete. Pete, where have you been? With Booker. Oh, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> no, see, I can go in between worlds. <laughs> you know what you are. You're mix- Mr. Mixix. Mr. Mixix Pitalik. What? You know, the little um 
The, Imp, the, the Superman villain. From Flintstones? No, that's um, not Marvin the Martian. Hold on. You're going to know what I'm talking about when you see it. Maybe I do, but I'm just making a Mr. Mix's Pitalik. Oh, yeah, that guy. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who he is, but I'm just saying. Here's a PNG that I could just do anything with. Do it. Okay. He's going to be pointing at your head or something. I don't know. That's anyway. kind of what I imagine Pete is Pete. Exactly. <laughs> I think we've just. We cracked the code. Pete is Pete. See y'all later in 2024. Uh, the last appearance of Pete this year. Who knows? Maybe I came back. Well, okay. Well, we'll see about that. Dude, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't I don't know, buddy. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. <laughs> well oh, we got a ton. We got a bunch of voicemails to get through this week oh, for I haven't barrel seen this rings. Guy in a while. This is our segment where you can be a part of the show. If you want to call in or leave a text message for us, it is just as easy as picking up your phone and dialing 859-428-8253. That's right. You can see it on your screen or you can find it in the link below at the, wait, the description below. That's there. Thanks for hitting my mic. Please stop hitting my Sorry. mic. <laughs> I have to edit that out. Uh, we got one voicemail. Well, we have three voicemails, but the first one, rather, is from Joseph Brazo. Oh, oh, Papa. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Joe again. So today we are going to talk about the taterest of all tater bourbons, Blanton's. Now, Blanton's on the shelf. For its suggested retail price of roughly 70 or $75 is fine. It's sweet, it's smooth, and it is inoffensive in almost every metric. Now, what it is not worth, it is not worth hunting. It is not worth camping out in a parking lot overnight for. It's not worth searching for, and it's certainly not worth paying secondary prices for. Now, I know what you're thinking, but but it's got the horsey tops. Yes, well, you know, you can buy those in the gift shop at Buffalo Trace. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day. Was that like That a, was one of my favorite barrel rings we've ever gotten. Was that like a public service announcement or something? <laughs> that goes out, like, it, you know, when you would get the, uh, I'm sure they still do it. But you get the like severe thunderstorm warning yeah. on TV. It's it's that like meh, meh, meh. but then that message plays. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I I mean, no, it's not worth camping. No, it's not worth hunting. But I think I like having it just to have it because people. It it's one of those things where like it's no loss to me. Y'all got it if. <laughs> if I have some and people want to drink it, yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's kind of I 2024. I want to make I want I want Blanton's to be the top. I want I want to set out 
You have the best Blanton single barrel you've ever had. I want to set out to make Blanton's the best. Well, so... I want Blanton's to not be a joke anymore. I want it to be the top of the top. How do I do that? <laughs> Is it too far gone? You go in and you, too far you pick a 16-year-old single barrel from Buffalo Trace. I So, we're adding this to our best of episode, which will come out... Uh, the first week of the year, where we you know go through our best of lists and everything, but we're adding a a different category this year, and it's it's separate from our you know honorable mentions and then top ten. It's our best things that we've had to drink this year. So like just anything, anything like single barrels that are not available. Um, Super ultra limited releases that are maybe a little expensive, but <laughs> um, stuff like that. Got it. Okay. So, okay. or even like cocktails, you know, yeah. just anything you've had that like is of note that you want to tell people about. I like that. So, I like that. Uh, we're gonna have that on top of what uh, our top ten is this year. Cool. So, be on the lookout for that. Sounds but you know good. that that allows for like. Did you have a really great Blanton single barrel? Well, throw it into that list. Yeah, there is a Blanton single barrel that I had that um, if you want to message oh, right. my daily bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's still a few of those left. Um, it's How? Th- uh, some people didn't uh, ever send the um, payment, so he's got some. Oh, okay. And he can't really, I don't think he feels right promoting like, Blanton's that much these days, so I'm. Well, he I'm, works for a competitor, I guess. Yeah, I'm holding those bottles. So there's about six bottles of the Deadpool Blanton's pick. That if you want to be a part of or get one, uh, message my daily bourbon. He will get your information. Then he will message me and let me know. All right, barrel ring number two. Take a guess. Jared. That's right. It's Bill. What's going on, oh. gentlemen? It is Bill, <laughs> and I'm here to do. Something, barrel rings, something, something, or the other. Uh, just got done <laughs> listening to the episode. A couple quick notes. Um, that episode with Dave Jennings, pretty awesome. I have my thoughts and feelings. I am going to leave that on the table for now. Um, the reason why my audio cut out, I usually do these in the car. I have my car turned off. My car completely shut off, which switched the audio from my Bluetooth to my phone, which is the drop-off there. Um, and I'm going to get another warning. It's probably going to happen again. And then, um, for the beer. All right. So thinking about beer, Goose Island brews all of the stout, um, first, and then they age it in the barrels. After they age it in the barrels, they pick which ones they're going to bottle just as the regular stout. And then the other stuff that they adjunct, they throw that into a tank, add all the extra ingredients. Once it sits there for however long, then they bottle it. So that's kind of how that works in a nutshell. That is everything I got for now. You guys are amazing. Thank you again for uh, keeping me entertained as I'm driving around. And I hope to talk and see you all sometime soon. Peace out, boys. Oh, we changed it up. That was different. I like it. Uh, I did not realize that, but it, it, it makes sense that they would pull what they like and then start like experimenting with it. That's cool. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know so much about beer. Well, he is beer lovers of Wisconsin. He always posts That's kind about of his whiskey, though. He's a alcohol lovers of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Spirits lovers of Wisconsin. Uh, he's sponsoring a lot of people <laughs> in, the, in the AA program. Uh, but finally, we do have Jared. I knew it. Called in. Uh, I knew it. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jared. Uh, checking in again. Uh, Eric, well, you know, I thought of you at work the other week. Oh. Uh, I work for J&J and just sent an email out about supporting our nurses and diversity in nursing. And uh, turns out you're a minority hire. So your field is 89% women. Um, so that uh, gives you a max of 11% men. Not Congratulations. Break it out and kind of uh, see figure out how to any, like, uh, binary categories there. But uh, yeah, so uh, you can always use that in your negotiations at work. Um, you know, so they're making they a dirty job. They don't uh, care. You're a minority. Um, and then Perry, uh, I'm definitely, uh, definitely feel, uh, feel bad hearing about your friend who passed with a heart attack. Uh, I also lost a good friend of mine, uh, almost 20 years ago now to a heart attack. He had an undiagnosed heart condition and, uh, yeah, he just dropped in uh, our hallway in our apartment. Oh, night. and, uh, yeah, that was it. He had an uh, undiagnosed heart condition. Uh, I've been told, I wish I knew all the details, like uh, what his condition was is Eric could fill in all the details of, of what was going on. But, uh, yeah, long story, long story short, I'm uh, over one in my attempts at CPR. Uh, but we do a similar, uh, uh, similar drinking event on the anniversary of year. Uh, shot heard around the world at nine o'clock on that anniversary. We all, me and all his friends and family, uh, everyone has a shot of their uh, favorite whiskey. Uh, we, we all post it. So that's cool. Yeah, you know, thinking of you guys, uh, it was kind of a real flip up there on the funny December. But uh, yeah, hope everybody had a great Hanukkah. Today's the uh, eighth night of Hanukkah. So uh, hopefully everyone's out there uh, with their menorahs uh, celebrating. Uh, uh, yeah, till next week. See you. So uh, I'll talk briefly about Billy, too. Um, he, ha- I, I don't, I don't know specifically what. His uh, heart condition was, but he had been treated before for uh, issues with his heart. That that actually was not um, the the heart attack that ultimately <clears throat> took his life was not his first one. Uh, he had had at least one before that. I think maybe two or three. That stints. Um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but just genetically, um, he was a bigger dude. Um, he might have had Marfans. Uh, my cousin, I don't know if I've even ever said this on the podcast. I had a cousin uh, when I was 16. Uh, he was 15. Uh, he had undiagnosed Marfans and uh, he had a, an, an aortic, uh, the, I want to say vessel, but that's not the right word. Aortic vein? Valve. Valve. Thank you. Um, rupture. Yeah. <clears throat> and, it, that was it. He he died. Yeah. Um. So I mean, there's there's so many different things that can go undiagnosed. Um. So if you uh you feel like something's wrong, uh, don't just think that you're a hypochondriac. <laughs> go get it checked out. Yeah. Uh. And I mean, encourage people to take care of themselves too. Uh, but I'm I'm so sorry to hear that too, Jared. But what a what an awesome way to uh, to celebrate a close friend 
That's awesome. shot her around the world. That's that is super cool. I love that. Um, but I think about I, I I think I've said this before, but I think about Billy just about every day. Um, you know, if we had. We had a lot of plans for the future. Um, I know that part of why I stepped away from doing music so prominently was because of the podcast. You know, this is more financially viable than uh, playing shows every week. Um, But uh, it was really difficult playing music and not having Billy there too he was he was my bass player for a while and uh you know i'm i'm slowly getting back into it It, it's been a lot of like grieving on my own timeline you know bad um sound guys well that does happen too um (laughs) but you know i i i performed in front of people this year uh i played Old people. Five shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So I played in front of people six times this year. Um, That's six times more than I played in front of people over the past like four years, three or four years combined. So you're back. um, I feel like I'm coming back. I've I've got my uh, I've got my amp and my guitar sitting next to me. My right now. No. Um, Like where I my office is at home. So if I need a little break, I just plug what's, in, what's, turn it on. What's the riff that you play every time? I feel like I, I wasn't the guitar player, <laughs> but I was around the guitar players all the time. And I feel like I hear, I heard the same like little thing every time they like plugged up their guitar. Like, nah, nah, nah. So uh, it, for me, it's, uh, it's typically in E for some reason, E or E flat, depending on what my guitar's tuned to. Um, but it, it's, it's just kind of my way of getting warmed up and I'm, I'm really big on, um, filling space yeah. when I'm playing music and E is kind of the easiest key to play in, at least on guitar, uh, to make the most of what you have available to you, especially if you're playing on your own. Um, you know, if I'm playing my electric and I'm not like playing along to a song or anything, uh, I'll kind of just improvise over something in E. Um, but yeah, it's not really one riff. It's just kind of <laughs> what I, I've, I feel like that being said though, I mean, I do have like a riff in E that I'll drop D play. I don't really play in drop D too much. I mean, I hope you ever do. I mean, I know how to. I think I'm, I, I, I play really well in drop D. But. I feel like drop D is something that I heard people say when I was in music, <laughs> and I was like, and I just started singing. So it's easy for. I, I mean, you oh, take the no, lowest, no, no. the lowest string on the guitar is E, right? It's a low E. You tune it down to a D. Yeah, yeah. Drop D. And so yeah, exactly. So it's fun. Anyway, uh, thank you for sharing your story, Jared as well. And thank you for giving me the chance to talk a little bit more about my journey uh, over the past few years. But High Proof Hot Takes it's a segment where if we've had something that's been bugging us or been simmering on the surface we talk about and try to get off our chests. 
Um, I was going to talk about the Discord, but I'm just not going to. It was a good week on the Discord, though. It was busy. It was. It was. There was something that kind of nudged me a little bit, but I, and I didn't even reply back on the Discord about it. And I don't. I've. We've had such a good time. I don't really want to bring it up. Okay. You're trying to get me to bring it over. No, I don't want you to. Okay. Um, I mean, you do whatever you want to. I don't even really care. I. I was thinking about this on the way over here, mostly because it was on the radio. Uh, but the original Marvin Gaye version of How Sweet It Is to Be Loved by You is far superior to the James Taylor version. <laughs> James Taylor's is like the one that, that when people think of that song, that's the version they think of. James Taylor's cover of a Marvin Gaye song. The only James Taylor song I think of is The Year of the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my high proof hot take for nice. the week. Tips and bits, though. Tips and bits. Uh, this is where we recommend something that you should watch, read, listen to that we have been enjoying or something maybe to stay away from. I don't know. I'll follow up on mine real quick from last week with the Arkham games. Uh, Arkham Knight on Switch. Runs like absolute dog poop. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's so bad. It's it's laggy and frame drops. There's points where it gets to like zero frames per second <laughs> when you're driving the Batmobile. Why would um, they even do that? I, it's it it's it boggles the mind. <laughs> it they removed so much texture from it too that it looks like a first pass at a CGI movie in the early two thousands. early in the game like as the game is starting and you're meeting commissioner gordon on the rooftop Uh right and there's that beautiful shot of the gotham city skyline right yeah uh on switch it's like blocks you just see like blocks in place of textures oh yeah oh yeah oh i'll pull it up too um it's it's really bad i just went back and started trying to complete side missions in Arkham City instead of <laughs> fighting with uh, the insanity that is playing that. That's not my full, like, that's just kind of a follow-up from it's last disappointing. week. Disappointing. It really is. I want a high-powered Nintendo. I paid $60 for, for all three of those games together. So Still, 20 ga- $20 per game. That should have been a free download if they looked that bad. Yeah, right? There needs to be a patch or something. It, it's unplayable. Like, I cannot play it right now. Anyway, uh, I'll. What do you What do you have to? Well, I watched some movies. You did. I'm excited to hear about movies. these too. Um, first movie I watched was the newest Miyazaki film mm-hmm. called The Boy and the Heron. Um, I will say right off the top, it's not the best Miyazaki film. It's going to be hard to beat Spirited Away. I'm telling you what, but. As a Miyazaki film, oh my, Perry just pulled it up. Oh, like I'm already looking at. It. Um, this film is beautiful. The music and the sound is amazing, and it's got a great story. Um, the story is set around the time of World War Two. Okay. Um, so you get a little bit of 
war in the background. Some a parent dies. You know, it's a typical Miyazaki film. Um, and uh, this boy finds kind of this portal to like this almost like it's almost like a multiverse okay. type thing where he's in this kind of mid mid realm place and like he could take a door to another timeline or something like that. Um highly recommend that <laughs> look is at that not good. Um, look at that. It's it's just classic Miyazaki. Um this was supposed to be his last film but I've heard that he said, actually, I'm not retiring. I want to make another well, one. Good. So we'll see what else he makes. But if you put this. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that skyline. <laughs> it's just. I know, right? <laughs> That's so bad. Oh, boy. That's insane. That's pre next gen console. Yeah. Versus the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, it, it it's it. I'll, I'll keep letting this play in the background um, so you can kind of glance at it. Yeah, but it's not gonna. I don't know. Maybe I loved it. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite Miyazaki film. I've heard good things about it though. There's, no, I don't have anything negative about it. I'm just saying you put all his movies in a row. There's maybe one or two that I prefer over it, but that's not like a dig at that movie because sure. those movies are um, so good. Um, I also watched um, uh, the new Godzilla. Uh, minus yeah um this is not the godzilla and like the uh, the monarch and the king kong stuff this is just like a retelling of the original and i swear like it messed with my head (laughs) because they made it look so good it still feels like an old school godzilla movie right even though it looks so good like it's almost like they made his movements or her, however Godzilla, I know their their movements, um, look kind of almost like they were part of like somebody in a suit, but it wasn't. Interesting. But they added a little story to it. It's got like a, I mean, it's like a live action anime to me. Yeah. Like the story is, you know, it takes place around World War II, the end of it, and then all of a sudden the Godzilla comes and trashes the place again. Yeah. And they really, unlike the newer Godzilla movies, and even the older ones where Godzilla was fighting, like King Kong and the old ones, or fighting like Mecha Godzilla or something, like you almost at one point was like, in the old ones, or like the newer ones, like, yeah, go Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. This is like it, how it's supposed to be. This is like straight up like horror movie for Japan. Godzilla's an asshole. Okay. <laughs> like, Godzilla, just go back to sleep. Quit wrecking. They just got over the war. Now you're trashing everywhere again. Right. They did an amazing job of making Godzilla the actual villain and not like the hero you're rooting for. Him. Nice. So it's it's phenomenal. It may be, I mean, I've watched probably every Godzilla movie, um, even the ones that weren't even like dubbed or anything like that. And I could I could probably say it's top three Godzilla movies of all time. It's that good. Dang. That good. Highly recommend it. Watch it in theaters. The sound. It looks great. All that. Um, I did start um, the Monarch series on uh, Apple TV, but I'm not far enough into it to be able to like say how I feel about it. I'm only like on the third episode. Gotcha. So 
Merry Christmas from Kaiju World. I'm in a Kaiju move, <laughs> mood. So, yeah. I'm trying to think. It's been a busy week. Oh, you know what we did? We took your recommendation oh, yeah? uh, on your Facebook stories. And we watched yes. Ernest yes. Christmas. <laughs> I'd never seen it before. Oh, my God. There's several people that messaged me and say, what exactly movie is this? Yeah. And I was like, it's Ernest. I had, Christmas. A, I had a lot of fun with it. It's not my favorite, but it's Jim Varney, man. <sighs> R.I.P., baby. R.I.P. indeed. Best. Lexington, Kentucky Zone. Yeah. Jim I've Varney. got a uh, a uh, headstone etching, etching or whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. he's very good. Yeah, oh, <laughs> not my backyard. Yeah, here in Lexington. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it was, crazy. It was fun. No, look at this. Ah, look crazy. at the detail between the. Let's see. Like, I I want you to see just how poorly the Batmobile runs on the Switch. I mean, it doesn't even look like the same game. Yeah, I can't. Oh, Ugh. it like makes me physically ill. <laughs> it's so. Oh, that looks like PlayStation. That looks like a PlayStation One, right? <sighs> that's bad. Jim Varney rules. Um, that's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I ha- I I did have a lot of fun watching it. I thought it was. It's so goofy. It is. It's it just, so goofy. Yeah. Um, that opening scene when he's the taxi driver is out of control. Oh, unbelievable, <laughs> dude. Reverses on the highway <laughs> to go pick you know up me, to go pick up a passenger that has been ejected from his car. <laughs> Wild. Oh. Absolutely. You're right. It is out of control. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I I don't really have a whole lot. To recommend otherwise, I mean, I've just been playing the Arkham games. <laughs> just recommend that everybody has very merry patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can get He zigged when I thought he was going to zag. <laughs> hey! You can get your family a gift. You could maybe you sign them up for Patreon. <laughs> that would be so funny. Sign somebody up for patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You support the show, but at $5, you get all the bonus episodes. We got tons of stuff. You get bonus stuff inside this episode. You get this episode uncut, and sometimes we throw extra reviews in the episodes. Like today, you got a review of... Uh, did we say what we were reviewing on it? Yeah, I said it. Knob Creek oh, 18. There it is. I thought I couldn't remember if it was a surprise or not. <laughs> Look at that. It's got a hair or fuzz or something. Well, that, was me. that was my cat hair. Yeah. Look at that. Very it's... nice. Spoiler alert. Oh, I don't want to say anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, $5 a month gets you all the bonus stuff. It's the best place to get all the first updates, all the stuff. Perry's pointing at me. Because. I wanted to remind you <gasps> that we do have a new Patreon member this week oh, at the $5 I, tier. I knew that. I know you did, but I, I said I wanted to remind you of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, David Akers yeah. joined at the $5 tier. Now, David actually uh, is a work friend of mine. Yeah, I know. And uh, he... He loves roast beef sandwiches. 
Yes, he does. Yeah. He shared that with me actually. Um, yeah. Um, probably did he did he tell you before he joined or why he joined? No, he he wanted to leave it vague because he wanted to make sure that I was in the moment when you told the story. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I even asked him like, "Do you want to tell me now or do you want to wait?" And he yeah. was like, "No, nah, just wait because it's going to be better for everybody if you wait until See, uh, Eric I tells was you." Driving by. So there is an Arby's close by and I was driving by and there and like this Arby's just isn't good. Isn't mm, good. Okay. And I see this guy in his car. He's like, there's a big line and he's, he's very concerned. Like I just, it looks like he's starving and he's at this roast beef Arby's. He's wanting a roast beef from Arby's and I decided to save him. Good for you. Pulled up. Said, hey man, I did not know he was your work friend. Um, I'm like, follow me. So um I brought him to my house and I made him some of my own personal meat sandwiches. Good for you. Yeah. I sliced them thin, got them really good and juicy, and made a uh uh a mutant meat sandwich for him. Nice. Yeah. Uh I mean, I'd never cut something so Did he pay you for it? No. Or okay. No. Um, he was kind of concerned because I I literally drug him to my house from the Arby's drive-thru and brought him here and said... I told you you got to stop doing that. You're going to eat my meat. What? <laughs> and uh, after, I, after he calmed down and I said, listen, this is all just a thing to get you to join the Patreon. He was like, oh... You're that Eric. Yeah. yeah. So then we had some drinks. I'm... I, you know how many different sandwiches we ate? He ate my meat like three times that day. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. And like I was doing it, I was doing it in like record time too. Like usually it takes me a while to get everything ready in between. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Things. But like we was having a session. Um, and after that, and you know, he was like, Hey, I was planning on joining the Patreon anyway, because I know Perry, but now um I'm definitely joining. So yeah, me and David hung out for a while, a good amount of time. I'd say you hung out. Yeah, I was hanging out all the. I mean, it was crazy. No, I don't normally like. I mean, yeah, dripping. Hey man, it's just it happens sometimes. Yeah, so I appreciate you know? him. He can come back anytime he wants. Okay, I'll let him know. Yeah. Well, he actually knows already because he's listening right uh, now. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, he can come back anytime. Cool. Anyhow, please move on to the next thing. <laughs> um, and he could wear some This My Bourbon Podcast apparel. Oh, okay. Well, because is that could, what works for you? Yeah, that's what does it every time. Um, <laughs> bourbonshop.threadless.com. I have noticed that April is always wearing podcast merch yeah, now. She's wearing the same <laughs> This My Bourbon Podcast shirt every day. Um, but yeah, bourbonshop.threadless.com. You can get some merch, support the show that way. Um, if you want to send an email to us, if you got a, you know, want to send a sample or something, we'll give you the address or you want us to do something. Uh, this is my burden shop at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on all social media, Perry says stop. Well, I for we, we keep forgetting to uh, talk about the PO box too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say the address on there, or they email us? And no, we can it? say it because we can say it. Yeah, of course we can. What if they mail themselves? Well, I don't care. Damn. <laughs>
P.O. Box 22609, Lexington, Kentucky, 40522. Uh, that Send is also in the description below. Send us a letter. Send us samples. Send us a bottle. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. I'm not trying to fish for anything, but we are happy anytime we get samples sent to us. It's just nice to see that you care about us. Yeah. Send some pictures. Send some Send, send some three by fives in an envelope yeah. that you had to have processed at Walgreens. <laughs> send us, yeah, send us your headshots. <laughs> um, no, send some samples if you want us to put them on the show. If you want us to do anything, we'll take gifts. We'll take, we'll take anything. <laughs> we'll take bribes. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, that's crazy. I forgot that we're going to start doing that. Yeah. P.O. Box 22609. P.O. Box 22609. I don't want to sing that one. Okay. Lexington, Kentucky 40522. Um, where am I at? Oh, all social media. You can follow the show at My Bourbon Pop. You can follow Perry at PRitter1792. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can go to Facebook and you can join the Facebook group. This is My Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Um, you can go to YouTube where this episode goes up there, the video version, every Friday along with all the other episodes. And I also go live every Thursday night at 8 p.m. He does. Eastern. He does. Um, so that's YouTube. Um, anything you're listening on, watching on, like, comment, subscribe to that. Hit the bell, all the notifications, leave a review. Anything helps. We Merry don't, Christmas, everybody. What were you going to say? We don't have an actual review, but we do have a really nice comment that was Aww. on uh, the most recent episode. Uh, this is from... Oh, balls. Give me a second. It was from Balls. <laughs> Will Barrett. Hey, Will. Who said, you guys are quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts, mostly because the long-form nature gives you the opportunity to give subjects like this attention for people relatively new, like me. I thank you for how you represent topics like this. Uh, and then he said some other things, too, that we just. Are... I love Will. <laughs> thank you, Will. <laughs> Will's the best. <laughs> You're our new favorite. <laughs> but that does it. Um, thank you all so much for the support that you have given us this year. This has been one of my favorite years. Of Timbip. Thank you. Ever. For keeping me around. Um, even though I say and do stuff that people don't like. That may hurt my soul a little bit from ah! time to time. <laughs> That's the noise that my soul makes every time I have to. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you as well. Thank you. Buddy. For being around. I love, I love you too, man. Uh, this is just my favorite thing that I get to do every week. And, uh, just I will say, I will say this. Um, I know that maybe, maybe over the last couple of months, I personally sound more negative sometimes, and it's true. I know people, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it, but the fun part of whiskey and bourbon to me isn't the hunt anymore. It isn't the building a big collection. It isn't having the best bottle. It's honestly getting to share whiskey, share pours with my best friend every week. I feel the same way. Um, and the camera's gone out of focus. 
fucking camera. <laughs> it was in my moment. It was in my moment. And we're back. Um, but it is like audio I, listeners love you to death. Yes, I um, yeah, like I've a lot of my focus has changed to just enjoying samples that we have or just moments that we have where we laugh and we're having fun drinking bourbon together it's not about the collecting or anything like that so i want to say thank you for another fun year and um i apologize for the mutinous (laughs) side of things (laughs) but i love you you (laughs) and here's to making bourbon fun again in 2024 that was my high proof hot take because I said it in so many videos, keep bourbon fun, and then everybody in the Discord was like, let's make the hashtag go. Say your last! <laughs> I tried it already! And now, everybody, let's let's make it... Ah! <laughs> wow, what well, am I drinking? We'll see you all next year. Until then... Merry Christmas! He's imploding. I may have to get a new podcast co-host because he's I'm losing him to <laughs> suffocation or something. I don't know. All right, well, night night buddy. <laughs> See you all next year. Until then I'm Perry. <laughs> and this has been my bourbon podcast. I'm Maybe for the last time. I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, surprise. Happy New Year. Bye, everybody. Love you. Special bonus episode for you. Bonus episode out next week.